Our Gospel reading this morning is from the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 28, verses 1 through 10. After the Sabbath, as the first day of the week was dawning, Mary Magdalene and the other Mary went to see the tomb. And suddenly there was a great earthquake, for an angel of the Lord descending from heaven came and rolled back the stone and sat upon it. His appearance was like lightning, his clothing white as snow. For fear of them, the guards shook and became like dead men. But the angel said to the women, Do not be afraid. I know that you are looking for Jesus who was crucified. He is not here. For he has been raised, as he said. Come, see the place where he lay. Then go quickly and tell his disciples, He has been raised from the dead, and indeed he is going ahead of you to Galilee. There you will see him. This is my message for you. So they left the tomb quickly with fear and great joy and ran to tell his disciples. Suddenly Jesus met them and said, Greetings. And they came to him, took hold of his feet and worshipped him. Then Jesus said to them, Do not be afraid. Go and tell my brothers to go to Galilee. There they will see me. So do you know what the two most dangerous words to hear are? Watch this. <laughs> Followed only by the three most dangerous words, which are, hold my beer. You know, if you hear either of these two phrases, you just back away quickly, right? Because you know that there's this expectation that things will probably go terribly wrong. And in today's society, the great thing is, is that everybody has a video camera on their cell phone. So not only will things go terribly wrong, but it will show up on the internet much to the amusement of millions. So there are just all sorts of situations in which we know that things, we know how things will end. Right? We just, there's something inside of us that knows exactly what's going to happen next. Rachel and I were at a, at a baseball game once. And uh, the Cincinnati Reds decided this was a good time to bring in their single worst pitcher when the other team had their best hitter up. And I remember very distinctly, the bases were loaded, I turned to Rachel and I said, you're going to want to watch this because this baseball is going to go a long way. And sure enough, three pitches later, I'm, I'm just not sure that ball has landed yet. There was just something inside of me that knew exactly how the situation was going to end. This is true of so many things in our lives. We just inherently know in our gut how things are going to go. And death is that way, right? I mean, when, when death is, is, is final, you know, we don't hang around at, at the, the cemetery after a funeral just in case, you know, somebody shows up and we can go out for something to eat later. You know, it's supposed to be final. And when Jesus Christ was crucified, that was supposed to be final. Everyone knew how that ended. Everyone knew how that went. And even the women who had been closer to Jesus than almost anyone else, when they went to the tomb, they expected to find His body there in the tomb so they could embalm Him. 
They knew inside of them how the story goes. But the Easter news is that Jesus changes the story. The Easter news is that Jesus changes things so they are not as they always have been. The Easter good news is that things are disrupted by the grace of God reaching out to change us, to change the world around us. And we look into the empty tomb and when we see Christ resurrected, what we see is suddenly our own futures are filled with hope and are filled with life. Because of what Christ did on Easter Sunday. And then there's three movements into which we are invited. The first, the angel says, come and see. Come see the place where he lay. They invite us to come, to bring our curiosity, to bring ourselves just as we are. To bring our questions, to bring our doubts and our fears. And we come and we see. The women went into into the empty tomb. They came and they saw, we come to church, we come to scripture, we come as we are. We come and we see. We may have expectations of how things are going to be, but Christ shatters those changes. And so we come and we see, and then next we go and we tell. When we come and we see and when we've been transformed, we are charged to go and tell the story. How can we not tell this story? The story of resurrection. The story of life defeating death. We come and we see. We investigate for ourselves. And we go and we tell. We share the good news. We invite others to come and explore. To bring their questions. To bring their fears and anxieties. Come and see, the angel says. Then go and tell. And through it all, it's held together. By what the angel says and the same thing Jesus says. Do not be afraid. Do not be afraid, the angel says. Do not be afraid, our resurrected Savior says. We have no need to fear because what we see on Easter is that we are, when we are in Christ, we are held by someone stronger than anything else. We are held in His hands. And nothing can tear us from that. We are held in life eternal and death cannot remove us from His hand. So come and see. Go and tell. And through it all, be not afraid for God is faithful and God is true. You know, one of the things the angel says, he says, He is not here. He has been raised as He said. Jesus Christ predicts His crucifixion. And he predicts his resurrection. He is faithful. He keeps his promises. He will not let us down. And so we have no need to fear. For everything that Christ has promised, Christ will bring about. Everything Christ has promised you, he will bring about. When we place our trust in Christ, He is absolutely faithful to us. Faithful to the end, through death, and into life. So when Christ says, come to me, and I will give you abundant life. When He says, come to me, and I will give you living water. We can trust Him. And so friends, on Easter morning we come and we see the good news that Christ has risen. And then we are charged to go and tell. And through it all, Be not afraid. Let us pray.
Gracious and holy God, we thank you for your grace and your power, for your strength and for your life. And Lord, we pray that your Holy Spirit will gather us so closely to yourself that we will have no room for fear because we will be so caught up in love. Lord, you dwell in unapproachable light. May we fix our eyes on you and be not afraid. In Christ's name we pray. Amen.